I just watched Chinatown. What do you think? It was good. I liked it. It didn't really blow my mind either. It I, was. I mean, it was very good. Yeah. It's a cool detective yep. movie. And Jack Nicholson, he's great. Mm-hmm. Faye Dunaway, great. Yep. John Huston, great. Yep. Apparently, Jack Nicholson was dating Angelica Houston at the time. Huh. And during the scene where John Huston is saying, are you sleeping with my daughter? <laughs> like, that was really a thing that was happening. Weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except huh. it was his real life daughter. Yeah. That's probably the most interesting thing <laughs> out of that movie. Which is, it's, it's a good movie. And yeah. the ending's pretty wild. Yeah. I won't spoil it, but they do say, forget it, Jake, it's Chinatown. <laughs> I mean, Which makes no sense without <laughs> an intense amount of context. And then even after that, kind of reading yeah. up on like, did I miss something? I thought I missed something yeah. when okay. I watched it. So I wasn't but, the only nah, one. it's kind of just... Forget it, Ty. It's Chinatown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So much. So much. So much. So much. So much. So you want to talk about Point Break with me? Yes. Because I'm not skeptical. Convinced. Yeah. It's it's. I mean, it was okay. <laughs> yeah. It didn't blow me away or anything, but people seem to really like have a cult following for it. Yeah. That and makes I don't sense. think I am on board. Yeah. And you, I actually watched it specifically because you like it so yes, much. Yes, I do. And I wanted to know why yeah. because I didn't see it. So. The opening of the movie is, I'm talking like the credits. Opening, opening credits, yeah. And it, it's interspersed slow motion shots of surfing uh-huh. with Keanu Reeves taking his, what is apparently some sort of FBI test. Yeah. Where he's shooting like at targets in a very tactical way. Yeah. You in know, slow motion. The FBI In test. the pouring rain. Oh, yeah. And so, like... If that pops up and it doesn't like make you chuckle, then it's probably not for you. It's already not. That's because that's basically what the movie is. Okay, that makes a it's lot like, more it's sense. It's like Keanu. You're, you're coming at it just like this is funny. Yeah. And I it's... was coming at it like this is serious. Yeah. So I came in wrong right off the bat. <laughs> it's kind of a funny movie in my opinion. It's and, so goofy. But I think what what is what does make it confusing for that is that the action parts aren't sarcastic or something yeah there are so the main action scenes that most people probably remember is the bank robbers robbing the bank with uh presidential masks masks. one of them's got a ronald reagan mask one of them's got a nixon mask yep the previous four presidents yep and uh that's so that's like an actual that's an iconic thing from the movie if you've seen if you've seen anything from the movie it's like keanu reeves and patrick swayze you know like both looking at the viewer yeah. And, or it's the president mask yeah. bank robbers. The, so, like, that action stuff is seems like a serious action movie. Yeah, for sure. And then all the other stuff is... And then it's undercut constantly. Yeah. So, that, that is what's weird about the movie. It, it, does kind brief... of, it does kind of undercut its own vibe. Yes. A lot. All the time. Which it's, is confusing. It's like two clashing vibes, which yeah. is so weird. Yeah. Can we just give, like, a very brief overview of yeah. even just getting into the movie itself? Yeah, yeah. So... Johnny Utah, 
played by First Keanu of all, Reeves, named Johnny Utah. Great name. That should pretty much tell you what you need to know. They're like, let's name him after like a Joe Montana type. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know, Johnny Utah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's, he is like a former football. He's player. a former football player whose career was ended by a knee injury. Yep. And he decides to join the FBI, and yep. so he's a real type A. Get it, get it done. He excels at everything. He's super macho. He's like a he's like an FBI jock. Yeah, is, and a lot of the other FBI people it. are also. It's a real machismo fest. Yes, it's all of them just kind of like measuring their dicks against each other. Yep, and uh, getting yelled boss, at by John C. McGinley. Yeah, John awesome. C. McGinley, the um, is the guy from Scrubs. I mean, probably most famously. Yeah. And great at yelling yeah he just yells and yells and yells and he's so <laughs> mad like everyone in this movie is either already on drugs mm-hmm. or is not taking enough uh <laughs> blood pressure medication yeah it's one or the other yeah yeah but they're very extreme. essentially he's an fbi agent mm-hmm. who gets transferred out to california yep and immediately gets put on a series of bank robberies Mm-hmm. And the bank robberies are being done by someone. We don't know who, except it is obvious literally from the exact beginning of the movie who this is. Right? Yeah. Prob- I mean... Are we supposed to not think it's the people that we think it is? I think it's supposed... I don't know. I can't imagine a person watching it and just being shocked when that, it yeah. dis- discovered that Patrick Swayze's so surfer it's Patrick dude. Swayze and his crew, which are surfers, and they go and surf and they rob banks to fund their surfing yep. lifestyle, and then they leave when the summer's over. And Keanu Reeves's partner Gary Busey has this the theory that it's the surfer crew because and of so, some saltwater yeah whatever science analysis thing. of a hair or something. So like that. then Keanu has to learn how to surf, tries to get into the surfing community accidentally joins this crew and then later finds out that they're the bank robbers yes so he's That's so he's going in like, the trying to be like ah well maybe these guys can help me find who they are and it yeah. turns out it's them because they're nice to him he assumes they're not the bad guys yes pretty much yeah so uh, this movie is just the most 90s i say that <laughs> yeah. about every 90s movie but no man, the 90s were be- a, they were a time they had a strong vibe so this was 1991. I think so. Yep. Yep. And surfing's just starting to get big. Apparently, it was originally about skateboarding, which I did not which know. Which would have been much yeah. funnier. And yeah, it would have been. Surfing, I think, works better. Yeah, I imagine. Yeah, I can't I, I imagine can see what skateboarders. The only would, it would upside have been so dorky. With yeah, the only upside of it being skateboarders would be that they could have used their skateboarding. Skills in the leave. very long foot chase that happens. Ah, that would be funny. That, so that could come into it? Yeah. I, I wonder if know. that was originally a skateboarding chase. Mm, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Truly. There's yeah, no yeah. way to like analyze yeah. where the origins of this came Yeah, I'm guessing it changed to surfing what pretty early on to? in the production. Yeah, I think I think so. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 a cartoon. It is. Well, and so let's kind of go over the characters a little bit. Yeah. You've got Johnny Utah, who's yep. a real uptight. He's Keanu Reeves. Yeah, he's Keanu Reeves. He's not uptight. He's young Keanu Reeves. He's not uptight because he's very reckless. Well, he's uptight because he's an achiever. That's yeah. why he's a, he's a jock. He's just, yeah, he's trying he's to. Not, he's not, he's uptight compared to the, compared to his partner. 
And compared to all the surfer dudes. Yeah, but he's not like... He's not like his boss. He's not the most uptight. Yeah, he's not like really like a big rules guy. No, he's real. He's kind of smarmy to his boss right off the bat. He's just ambitious and he wants to prove himself. He's an achiever. Yeah. And so there's him... His partner, who's Gary Busey, who is easily the best part of the whole film. He's awesome. He's just line after line, consistently <laughs> yeah. delivering. Yeah. He has the where he makes him go get the meatball subs, which <laughs> yeah. I want to get back to that scene, which is he, incredible. He's kinda he's older, he's been at this for a long time. He's kinda over it, honestly. Yeah. He's, he's just pre- always spewing out like funny aphorisms and like yeah. I could eat the ass end out of a rhino i'm so hungry he had to get me three of these meatball subs he frequently seems like he just wishes he wasn't there yeah yeah basically and he's always like which so is amazed. very relatable he's so he's always so amazed when johnny gets a a lead yeah i can't believe you did it yeah johnny is kind of trying to uh he's one of the people that johnny's trying to prove himself to yeah is this guy who basically thinks like ah nobody's gonna solve he's the this. one guy that believes in him really yeah kind of yeah so he's in it and then there is Bodie, is that his name? Yeah, Bodie. Bodie. <laughs> Played by Patrick Swayze. Woof. He's like Okay. <laughs> so I don't like Patrick Swayze. Yeah. Kind of in anything? Fair. I don't I just don't like him. I don't care about him. And in this movie Oh boy. He gets some <laughs> lines. It's like early surfing culture, right? Yeah. So he's just selling you on this surfing culture hoo-ha from the get-go he's like a re he okay one of my favorite one of my favorite lines from him is (laughs) so at one point keanu gets in this fight with this group of surfers who he thinks is the bank robbers right because they're mean criminals yeah yeah of course and they're like drug dealers and all that and bodie kind of bails him out from this fist fight with these guys oh yeah and bodie as they're walking away tells him those guys are just in it to get radical. They don't get what the spiritual side of surfing is all about, which is so dumb and corny. Isn't that what surfing is all about? Getting radical? <laughs> yeah. But you would is, think. What are his tenets of surfing? He's trying to. <sighs> That's the thing. There's really nothing. It's, I, it's at all one air. point, at one at one point. The girlfriend, so there's this girlfriend named Tyler, actually, yeah. who's a former girlfriend of Bodie and is now dating Johnny Utah. Gets in with Johnny Utah. After so they she kind of, at some different points, kind of explains to Johnny what Bodie's deal is. Yeah. And so she kind of tells him something about, like, the ultimate something the ultimate wave that one something like that no, I, I, like in a rhetorical sense oh i see now, i mean they talk literally about the ultimate wave yeah but also just his ideas about it being like this weird spiritual experience right but then also Bodhi has his weird things about like freeing society from their prisons oh their mental prisons yeah which is also why which is like the nine to five which is also why they do the president's mask when they rob the banks when they rob the first bank he goes on some things about like, oh, you know, we've been robbing you for years, but right. here we are to like literally rob your oh, bank. Man. Yeah. Which is like a little on the nose. It's pretty this on the whole nose. movie's on the nose, kind of. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, it is. Uh, I just, oh man, that kind of, and and eventually you kind of find out that he's full of it. He's yeah. Using these things as an excuse to do exactly just what he to wants. do whatever he wants. And earlier on, the movie is kind of set up to be that Johnny Utah, he's just. This guy, you know, like every time he's at the job part, every yeah. time he's doing the cop parts, he's getting yelled at. Yep. Or he's almost dying. Yeah. Or whatever. And whenever he's doing the surfing parts, like it's awesome. They su- they support him. He's truly free. Yeah. And he has it's, the love of a good woman. And it's kind of this thing that's that I think happens in a lot of uh, 
kind of in a lot of cop movies of just like yeah. kind of pulling this guy back and forth between the or not even a lot of cop movies a lot of movies where somebody goes undercover sure and kind of yeah. pulls in between the, the real the straight world and the criminal world right. kind of and so early on Bodie's whole deal is very positive yeah and then as the movie goes on it starts to be more reckless and dangerous and right yeah totally that so, makes sense yeah and but the, he's a huge cornball the whole movie yes so <laughs> which I think is hilarious it's basically Johnny, his partner, Bodie, and Tyler. Yeah. The, his those girlfriend. are basically those the Those are the, kind of the four main the ones, and yeah. then there's a lot of side characters. Yeah. And kind of his boss a little bit, but that's yeah. a secondary also character. Also a side too. character. So I'm trying to think of even where to go from here. <laughs> there's, there's so much of this movie. It's yeah. so insane. Uh, uh, here, here's one. So I feel like we can briefly talk about the things which... I think most people could agree are unambiguously good about the movie. Yeah. Which is some of the action scenes are really good. I think I'll, the bank robberies I'll are go good. With that. The bank robberies are cool because yeah. not just the president mask thing is very iconic right yeah. off the bat. Yeah. It's a great. But also, they're just kind of, you know, it's a bank robbery. They're suspenseful. It's exciting. Yeah. You don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Utah gets basically forced to do a bank robbery yeah, with them later. And the yeah, he's basically That's has cool. to be the fifth member of their team, and he doesn't get a mask. Yeah, and like so, these guys are also uh, what's what's their mo? They're like in and out in ninety seconds or something like that. Yeah, that's they their only strategy. rob the registers. They only rob the registers. They don't get into the vault. They they kind of do like a shock and awe thing. Yeah, in terms of getting everybody on the ground and obeying them immediately. Yep. So they kind of got a tight thing going, which is why they never get caught, which is right. why they've robbed so many banks. Right. Even that, the idea that these guys have robbed 30 banks oh, yeah. is absurd. So insane. You I don't would... think anyone has ever robbed more than two banks since like 1935. And and where where is exactly does this take place? Is this in Los Angeles? I think Angeles? it's in Los Angeles. Okay. Because like, do you not have enough cops to like watch a <laughs> section of town this is clearly taking place in? Yeah. And it's like, even if... If there had been 30 bank robberies in the city of Los Angeles in the course of one summer, yeah. that would be like a public crisis. There would be cops outside every bank. Yeah. <laughs> like, it would be a huge deal. It's incredible. Uh, it wouldn't But be... it was also the 90s. We were coming out of the 80s being this crime-ridden decade. That's true. So... Especially Los Angeles. People Los Angeles and of, New York were all were just bastions of crime, yeah, basically. Yeah. The big city was where all the So maybe it was more believable then. Probably, know. honestly. Yeah. But still, that's way too many bank robberies. Yeah, it's silly. <laughs> um, but And then the other um, cool action things, I think, are... The skydiving's pretty cool. The skydiving is pretty great. The, so eventually they are like, here's another way that we get thrills. Yeah. <laughs> and it's skydiving. And it's kind of set up as being... so. So they have this scene where they kind of try to bust them they try to catch them they get distracted by the meatball sandwiches oh can i just go through <laughs> this go really quick because sandwiches. i want to talk about how great yes, it is yeah. first of all he doesn't call them meatball subs he calls them meatball sandwiches <laughs> the best you've ever had <laughs> the best you've ever had and gary Busey says i want two of them and he, every time he says two he puts up two fingers yeah. as to emphasize i want two meatball sandwiches and he gets johnny and Utah gets he, a little bit away from the car and he's like johnny johnny I want two, two of them. <laughs> it's great. It's incredible. And he like puts his head and arms out the window so he can yeah, point yeah. two at him. Yeah. And, and while and the, there's this <laughs> shot where Johnny's getting the meatball sandwiches yep. and, and a lemonade. And a lemonade. And you see the bank robbers in the background going into the bank. <laughs> Which is an incredible shot. It's so good because yeah. they're like in the background kind of out of focus. You can yeah. see these guys are clearly the president guys. Yeah. And meanwhile, you cut back to Gary Busey in the car and he's laughing at the comics page in the newspaper. 
which is so perfect for that character. Yep, it really is. <laughs> he's such a doofus. And then they, and then he's like, hey, "Did you see what t- when that Lincoln pulled up?" It's like, "What Lincoln?" And then they see the robbers leaving the bank. And they're like, "Crap!" Uh, <laughs> which actually is funny because for Gary Busey's strengths and weaknesses, yeah, his. He doesn't have all the macho stuff. Right. He's not a good actual cop, but he actually does solve the crime. Yeah. Well, we you talked know? about that a little bit. We kind of watched through some clips to refresh. Yeah. And we were trying to like pin him in this whole because the whole movie is all testosterone, it's, and that's what it's about. Yeah, it's about these two different sides: the cops, which are all these type A, just like being like real dickheads. Yeah. And then the surfers. Who are actually also real macho and trying to prove themselves in a very different way yeah. with these extreme sports. Yeah, and, and crime. Yeah, exactly. And his girlfriend is like, there's too much testosterone. Yeah. Here. Stepping out. Like, yeah. There's literally a line that She happens. kind of says like the themes of the movie a couple yeah, times. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And so we were trying to figure out, where does Gary Busey fall in yeah. this? And what it, I mean, I said maybe he's just like type C, which is like schlubby dude. He does say at one point later... Uh, when John C. McGinley is screaming at him, yeah, he basically gives him the like, uh, in the in my you know I've been doing this since you had zits on your face or whatever right. whatever, yeah, and you didn't learn the thing that I learned, which is, and then he punches him in the face and he says, you got to respect your elders, and maybe that's it, so like, like trusting the, old the experience okay. of like actually learning the job versus just out jocking everyone all the time, yeah, maybe. or just I don't know being reckless, sure. He proves himself in a different way. And I, I don't know if there's any really any scene where so Gary Busey... Does that play out in the end or not? Uh, he does. So, I mean, of. this is all spoilers. It's yeah. fine. But so in, near the end of the movie, uh, Gary Busey takes out a couple of the criminals but gets shot to death. Yep. So he dies. Yep. So ultimately, in the end, the only person that wins in this is Johnny Utah himself, yeah. right? Yeah. Because he... Uh, loosens up a little bit but still retains his honor and i suppose he kind of does it like i don't really know if you could say that he really had learns any lessons from gary Busey, other than i guess valuing human life well <laughs> you know, like yeah. by not becoming a criminal yes and he he ultimately catches Bodie, you know with the rest of the police maybe force he's there. like the good side of so he brings in the rest of the bit. police yeah keanu's got like a Good, the angel and the devil on his shoulder. Yeah, the weird angel, the weird, the God's weirdest angel. (laughs) Yeah, I guess he maybe just sticks with the case. And yeah, sure. I mean, he he solves it by like predicting where Bodhi's gonna be. Yeah, catching him there. He does actual detective work. Yeah, like Keanu who just goes in guns blazing. Yeah, so I guess that that's like when he misses their raid that they're gonna do. Yep. They have like a sort of they. He suspects that the guys who were who are really jerks to him are the ones that are robbing the banks, and yeah. so they raid the place. And they which is also a very cool action scene. Yeah, where Johnny almost gets uh, his face pushed into a lawnmower, which, which awesome, which is really good. Um, and Gary Busey, which is the other, okay, that's <laughs> the other thing. My favorite part of this whole movie is Gary Busey's character is constantly. <laughs> being undercover in like a really stupid way yeah like he walks up to the door of this like a crack house basically a drug house and he's like have you seen my dog my dog is missing (laughs) and when she tries to turn him away he like keeps going like yeah he pushes it like the world's most perfect improv guy (laughs) yeah and that's his whole thing and it's so good that's how he solves crimes apparently yeah he just (laughs) 
just go abuse talk, talk, to, the, them until talk they, to the criminals yes they'll be taken aback by your there's no way this guy can be a cop right honestly yeah i think <laughs> that's he, his thing he's a yeah. perfect undercover guy because yeah. he looks like an insane person <laughs> so keanu almost catches these guys when they're leaving the bank yeah he goes on this long foot chase with Bodie. That's the other cool part. The and then chase. basically has this moment where he, he could shoot Bodie. Yes. But instead, he has this like agonizing moment because he like respects this guy and he's like their friends, I guess. And he like he can't do it, so he shoots his gun in the air a bunch of times. Yeah. In like and like yells. Yeah. Which is a scene that is used in the movie Hot Fuzz. Yeah, he describes it. As well, he watches it. Well, as I'm saying, they, yeah. He just, first he describes it. You ever fired your gun up in the Oh air. yeah, yeah. And then, <laughs> and then he's d- describing it to him, and then they watch it. They watch the movie. It's kind of the ultimate example. He loves him so much. Yeah, it's the ultimate example of extreme cop irresponsibility. Yeah, this whole movie is like bad cop. The cops are so irresponsible. They're really bad at their jobs. Yeah, and uh, which I think adds to adds to johnny utah's being like yeah why am i with these guys yeah. like why don't i just have fun for you sure. know yeah and i think the reason that all of those things for me at least yeah the thing that ultimately ties the movie together as being simultaneously an action movie and like a parody of action movies okay is basically the fact that Catherine bigelow made it okay. and that she is like probably the only woman director at the time who they would have given the money required to direct this movie or any action movie. Okay. And just, you know, the fact that that's kind of what a lot of her movies end up being. Sure. Is like kind of like critiques of the whole excessively macho thing. Sure. Sure. Okay. And kind of portraying it in a way that you could take seriously. Like if, Kind of almost depending on what you're into. Even like what I described that opening scene of the movie of Keanu Reeves target shooting in the pouring rain with no jacket. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just his wet, soaking wet t-shirt. Like if you think that's cool, you're going to think the rest of the movie is cool. You're good to go. If you think that's like, what? Then the movie is going to be a great critique for you. You know, it's kind of whatever so you want. There's two to lenses, be. kind of you could watch this through. I think it's a little bit RoboCop in a way. It is, is that kind what you're of, saying? Yeah. Or uh, like but another. Not quite or like a an, satire. Yeah. Or like another. Catherine Bigelow movie, which isn't really satirical, The Hurt Locker, yeah, where that's very much like if you like, it's like it's an exciting thrill ride if you're into that, yeah, for sure. But also the guy is like really has a major problem. Yeah, Yeah. he shouldn't be doing this job, you know. Like it's a critique of the thing that it is. Okay, I don't know, and maybe that's like full of crap, you know. Like maybe that's all a big cop out. I'm only hesitant of that interpretation because this is her first movie. Well, it's her first big Hollywood first movie. First big movie. Yeah. And she has other movies, but I haven't seen most yeah, of them. Yeah, but like, I'm sure she had that ethos, but I don't know if it succeeds in that way. It seems on its face to be kind of a straight up. Just like, a genuine. Yeah, because yeah. at the time it was like, oh, extreme sports, cool. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think that's more the lens I see it in, which uh-huh. is like, at the time, extreme sports were cool and we're riding the wave of cool. Yeah. Which, I'm, yeah. Uh, yeah. But the thing is with that too, I bet that's how the script was written. Yeah, and I bet that's how it got passed around. And For when sure. people would look at it, I'm sure even like you said, Ridley Scott was at one I'm point. I'm sure Keanu Reeves thought that was. I'm sure Keanu cool. Reeves thought it was cool. I'm I bet sure. Patrick Swayze thought it was oh, cool. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Patrick. I uh, some of the lines in there. I have maybe Patrick Swayze 19, is really lame. I think in 1991 they thought that was cool. Maybe that's the trick. Yeah. 
That's the difference is yeah. that I'm seeing it. I'm trying to see it as much from 1991 yeah. as I can. Yeah. And what I can think of in 1991, what I thought was cool at age five. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Maybe not yeah, quite. Yeah. Yeah. And when I what I thought was cool in like elementary school. Yeah. Was all the like stuff that Ninja Turtles were saying, tub- tubular radical, all that cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Surfing was cool. Yeah. Skateboarding was cool. Yep. And I assume if you were a little older. Existentialism was cool. Buddhist teachings were cool. Uh-huh. Riding the wave fighting, was cool. Fighting the man. Yeah, that yeah. was the ethos. And yeah. so I find it hard to believe that someone was actively critiquing that at a time when that was like, wasn't even the most popular thing yet. It was getting to be popular. Yeah. So I'm, a, I'm just a little skeptical. Yeah, I, I, get, I, I get what you're saying. I assume Catherine Bigelow is smarter than this. Yeah. Material. Well, that's what I mean is like, that's why I feel like. So even like, you know, and I've used it a couple of times, but yeah, like the opening of the movie with Keanu Reeves shooting at target practice with pouring rain. It didn't need to be pouring rain. That probably wasn't in the script. Maybe. Yeah. You know, like that's the kind of stuff where it is kind of the director's. Sure. What they yeah. put into it. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. I think with most, I know that's the thing. I, don't, I wouldn't go so far as to say it's like a fully satirical movie necessarily. Right. Like, like RoboCop. But I think, yeah. But I think there's like. A lot of times in the movie where it's kind of... It's a little tongue-in-cheek. Kind of, yeah, a little tongue-in-cheek. Even like where they play football on the beach. It's oh, so man. long. Oh, man. And yeah. they're so, like, weird about it. It's very weird. Well, it's almost homoerotic a little bit. It is. Oh, yeah. And by almost a little bit, I mean, yeah, it's... Yeah. Much so. And it's... This whole movie's kind of that. Here's yeah. the thing, though. I think it can be both. It can be both. I am just not... Maybe why I don't like about this movie is that everyone's so convinced that Keanu and Patrick Swayze's characters just love each other so much and that they're yeah. just best friends. I'm never once convinced of that. Yeah. Because there's I don't see any reason why Keanu thinks that this guy is is his friend. Yeah. Like I can see that he, you know, is learning he likes surfing. Yeah. He loves surfing and he loves this girl that he's with. Yep. But Never at any point in the movie am I convinced that that Johnny Utah thinks Bodie is his friend because sure. he keeps pulling him into these insane things. Yeah, but I mean that's kind of what he's into. I know, but but maybe it's maybe it's Keanu. Maybe yeah. Johnny Utah doesn't ever seem to like it. Yeah, he he seems to like he likes sleeping with Tyler and he likes surfing, yep. but yep. he doesn't seem to like hanging out with Bodie. Every time he's he's always yeah. presented as a little skeptical. It's very tense. Yeah, which I think that I take that tension as these guys don't like each other, sure. or there's something there. I yeah, no, I get what you're saying because it is kind of mixed up between because there is that stretch of the movie where I think we are supposed to know that Patrick Swayze is the villain. Yeah, but Johnny Utah doesn't know yet. Sure, and I think that does kind of get mixed up. So like when. Johnny Utah and Patrick Swayze get in the fight with those guys. Yeah. In that scene, they seem to be getting along. Yeah. You know, and like, they, I, yeah, I get what you're saying, though. There there are some points where I think it would be more that he maybe likes the lifestyle. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because if you would compare, Patrick like. Patrick Swayze, yeah. like, is the lifestyle. Yeah. I think they're two different things, and I think people get mixed up. Yeah. Or that. People think the story gets mixed up. Yeah, I think the story gets mixed yeah. up. I think that we're supposed yeah. to assume, oh, if he likes the lifestyle, he likes this guy. Bodhi, yeah. that's his whole the whole point of his character is that he uses this lifestyle to just do what he wants. Yeah. But really he's a big selfish jerk. Well, and Keanu doesn't really get that part of it until just after 
so there's the scene where he sees that it's that it's uh, he knows that Patrick Swayze's the the bank ra- bank robbers. They try to bust him. Yeah, he he almost shoots him, but then he doesn't. Yep, which is kind of the the big moment for Johnny Utah. That would be the one that that whole story part would hinge on. Yeah, is whether or not he shoots him in that right, moment. You right. know, um, but past that. He doesn't really do that much for him. No. He basically... Takes him skydiving and kind of fakes him out to scare him. Basically. And almost right away, Patrick Swayze kind of reve- fully reveals, I know that you're the cop. Yep. I have Tyler hostage. You have to do what I say. Yeah. So really the only story element that really is hinges on Keanu liking Bodhi is him just not shooting him. Right. Which I guess that's a... Yeah. It's kind of, I guess, a pivotal moment of the movie. Yeah. And it so, is weirdly the, one of the only times in the movie where a cop shows restraint. <laughs> like, yeah, maybe that's part of it. That that's <laughs> the bank robbery at the end. We were laughing so hard. The cop yeah. screws up so bad. There's a cop. There's an undercover cop. Well, he's board. not even undercover. He's just off duty. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay. And he's gets caught up in this bank robbery, and he's whispering to the security guy like, "Hey, I'm a cop." You know, he's showing him his gun. He's like, "I'm gonna." The security pull. guard's like, "You got, you got to back me up when I start shooting." And this security guard is like, "No." The security <laughs> guard at no point agrees to any of it. He tells him, "No, don't do it, don't do it." And he looks. The security guard looks like Norm Gunderson from Fargo. Yeah, but like worse. Yeah, <laughs> uh, great. And the cop just starts blasting and dies oh yeah <laughs> like he gets he gets one of them yeah i think he gets two of them actually they said three people die so yes i don't know if any i don't think they die. count the i don't think they count the robbers though so maybe a civilian died yeah i don't maybe. remember anyway a lot of people get shot it's wild keanu shoots like into well keanu edited. shoots into traffic like a lot oh <laughs> so many bullets go flying in so much of this movie yeah it's amazing more people aren't dead oh yeah, yeah. he shoots a ton of bullets into straight traffic. into traffic <laughs> that's wild i didn't even think of that yeah uh, there's a, also just the movie is filled that's the other thing that i like about it it's is such that a stereotype of a movie there's so many little it? things in the movie that are great such as when the bank robbers need to destroy one of their cars oh yeah they destroy it through going to a gas station just unloading with the gas gasoline into the car and starting that on fire so he's yeah. basically using a gasoline hose as a like a flamethrower it's pretty cool. It's awesome. It's a good visual. Yeah. That's the thing. There's a lot of moments in this movie that are good. We've gone through over a bunch of them. Yeah. I just don't think it coheres into a whole. Yeah. For me. Yeah. I'm a little skeptical of it. That's the thing. It is kind of a mess. It's messy. And I don't it's know. It's a weird script, too. It's a weird script. And I think a lot of that mess is stuff that I can laugh at, and I usually do. Yeah. I don't usually buy into the concept of camp in movies. Yeah. There's a few things that I'm like, okay, now I get it. But for the most part, I think it's dumb. So you think this is inherently a campy movie? I Well, that's the thing. To you. Yeah, to me. That's fine. It's and not, I, it doesn't have to be over the top And that's the thing with campy. campy movies is that you could always, you kind of can't always tell it's a little bit if it's supposed to be or if they're really going for it straight oh, sure, and okay. they just failed in yeah. a way that works out well for me. For sure. You know, and I, the the thing that makes me think that the campy elements are on purpose yeah. 
Or just because I trust Catherine Bigelow already. Right. Yeah, it's true. You're and a big Bigelow. Head. I'm a big fan. And and maybe it's maybe she at this point of her career was just because it was by far the biggest movie that she had made. Yeah. And like biggest budget. And so maybe she was just like, all right, we're gonna just not screw it up. Just gonna you know, like the, we're gonna make this like what they want, like what the people above me want it to be. Yeah. Because I'm trying to make more of these movies. I'm trying to make more of the kinds of movies that I want to make. Yep. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, at, at, as far as that goes, she at least nailed the action parts. So the action cool. parts are really cool, for sure. Yeah. All right, you keep bringing up the rain and the shooting in the rain. Thing, yeah. <laughs> and I never realized this until we watched it again here. Uh-huh. But it also it begins with him in the rain, and it also ends with him in the oh, rain. Yeah. Is that intentional? Do you I think? I don't know. I suppose that's just one of those weird like drama things yeah probably i can't imagine there's a thematic reason the at the end of the movie Bodhi escapes yep everyone else dies actually the escape is pretty cool too the that's probably good. one of the other coolest parts of the movie which is uh Bodhi basically jumps out it somehow escapes with the money out of jumping out of an airplane yep with a parachute i never got the details of that but basically keanu has to jump out of the movie or out of the airplane without a parachute and which is crazy grab onto keanu in no, grab air onto, grab onto grab, wow i'm really messing people's names grabs onto bodhi and has a gun to to bodhi's head and they're basically both like you pull it no you pull it and keanu can't hold on to bodhi and hold the gun to his head and pull the ripcord right it's too many hands so he has to let the gun go grab onto bodhi pull the ripcord and he escapes great yeah it's pretty cool uh, but then since Bodhi escapes, they we get like a one year later thing or something, something like, like that. that. And now Johnny Utah is in Australia mm-hmm. and he catches Bodhi finally in front of like the world's the the fifty foot wave or whatever. The, no, it's the fifty year wave. The fifty right? year wave. That's right. Because it's like this weird combination of this certain storm movement yeah. and some other title thing Whatever. that is rare. Listen, the point is they talked about it previously. Years, the whole point that's is his yeah. whole dream. So. And he knew he was going to be there. Yep. So he initially, <laughs> I think this would have been perfect, Yeah. but he doesn't do it. So he goes up, they have a fight. and Like a fist fight. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, the cops are around, these Australian cops, so he's going to get caught. And He's like, just let me go do the wave. And Johnny Utah handcuffs himself to Bodie so yep. he can't go out there and catch the wave. Yep. And he's just crushed. Yeah. That's like the one point where I'm like, okay, good acting. I like that. Yeah. Because you can tell that for finally for the first time he doesn't get what he wants. Mm-hmm. And it's so satisfying because this mm-hmm. whole movie's been a dick. Mm-hmm. And so, but then, man, Bodie convinces him somehow because in actually want to get to this too uh-huh. how he's basically a cult leader yeah <laughs> for real yeah he basically lets him all right go out do the wave and he does this giant wave and he crashes and we assume that he's did he dies maybe he, or even if he doesn't die he either, there's a bunch yeah. of cops at the he shore, either died so. or got arrested yeah i so, think he died <laughs> i hope he died <laughs> they kind of talk throughout even when they're describing the big wave yeah earlier in the movie when they're on the campfire they are basically talking about it with the context of like if you don't nail this you'll die right so i think it's basically a suicide situation. okay okay that makes sense so yeah but i want okay so i want to get back to talking about how bodhi is a cult leader yeah for real (laughs) yeah all these guys do everything he says no matter what Uh he is constantly spouting these 
epithets that mean nothing and that he clearly doesn't follow on his own. Yep, they're very half-baked. He has an apocalyptic vision of how everyone's screwing you over constantly. Yeah. And how he, we're going to somehow get free through crime. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. He shares women with his followers. <laughs> yeah. Which is also weird. Yeah, that's kind of a cult thing. Uh, What else? I had one more big thing. I mean, charismatic leader. Yeah, basically just charismatic leader. Yeah. And Johnny falls for it. Yeah. Until he doesn't. Yeah. Well, and until he kind of reveals it to be needlessly violent to bystanders yeah for sure oh that's right because that was your other theory of the yeah. other two is that they were just they're the people that johnny actually because kind of throughout the movie like the cops are reckless these guys are reckless these guys ha- don't really like kill anybody yeah. they're just robbing banks right they're not killing anyone the cops are meanwhile not the cops being are responsible just people away so it's tonight. like and and all, and whenever he's at his job he's getting screamed at by john c riley or john mcginley uh and whenever he's with these surfer guys he's having fun and so it's like, why shouldn't I go with these guys? Like, why yeah. shouldn't I buy into these guys' worldview at least? But then as it goes on, he re- it reveals to be very selfish. Right. And Tyler and both that. Gary Busey get yeah. either captured or killed. Yep. Um, and that's kind of the final straw. Of like, that's the final oh, yeah. straw. Oh, this guy is full of, full of it. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I, I basically, my theory of this movie is that it's all about what happens when you move to a new town. You mm-hmm. don't know anybody. <laughs> and the people that end up being your friends... Are just the people you hang out with the most. Yeah. It's not the people that you're like. This is who I have a connection with. Yeah. It's just well, I'm with this guy every day. He's my partner, so he's my friend now. Yeah. Even though he's clearly insane. Yeah. Oh, I'm just surfing with these guys all day every day, so they're my friends now. Even though they don't do anything for me, <laughs> they just helped me surf. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's, you know. Yeah. It's, it's like college a little bit. Yeah. It's like the first week of college. Yeah. The whole movie. Or camp. Or camp, yeah. Kind of. It's like, well, this is the people I'm with. But that's also a true thing of friendship. That's how people really make friends is that the people that you see or in contact with over and over and over. Yeah. No matter how much you actually have in common with those people, you either, I mean, either you just totally hate them or they become your, your friends. Yeah. Well, and actually this, that, looking at it from that mindset, I think is actually pretty good because... A lot of what he's doing in either world of the yeah. two worlds that he's split between is he's trying to prove himself as the new guy. Yeah. It is a lot of it about him being the new guy because at work, they kind of put him with Gary Busey because he's the new guy. Yep. And there he constantly is like having to outdo these people in these macho things because that's kind of their way of like showing their dominance over you, I guess. Right, right. And in the surfing world... He has to learn how to surf. Yep. Like Gary Busey goes on this whole thing. Like they're not going to just take you in and tell you stuff. Yep. You got to learn the lingo. You got to learn how to surf. You got to be there. <laughs> yeah. You know, so a lot of it is kind of about, it's about being the new it's guy. About being there. Yeah, it's about being there as the new guy. And we yeah, maybe it, it is. That's just how you get sucked into uh, yeah, man. thinking that this guy's your friend when he's done nothing. Yeah, I, I don't want to say he's done nothing for him. If you hang out at the compound every day, eventually you're part of the cult. <laughs> yeah. Even if you're not in the cult, everyone's <laughs> going to think you're in the cult. Yeah. Like all of your friends. You're spending, spending a lot of time at the compound. <laughs> you sure you're not in the cult? <laughs> yeah. Man, I'm not in a cult. They're just cool people. Yeah. <laughs> you're in a cult, man. Yeah. I don't know, though. I think the only downside I could find with that reading of the movie is that I don't know if there's anything to get from it yeah i think it's i actually the more i'm thinking i'm saying cult over and over the more i'm thinking that this is about being in a cult maybe because i mean just think about it 
He's he's totally cool with the cult. They spell great philosophies. Yeah, he's they have fun. They do mm-hmm, cool things. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as you see the weird downsides, you're like, yep. oh, I was I've been bamboozled. Yeah, I shouldn't have trusted these guys. Yeah. and then it's getting away from the cult leader, but they want to keep you in. Yep, and so they do things to threaten you to keep you in the cult. Yep. See, isn't that pretty good? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm proud of that one. <laughs> I'm proud yeah. when I can actually come up with a, a sort of theme because <laughs> yeah. you're the theme guy. You yeah. come up with themes all the time. I just get excited about plot. Yeah, yeah. Well, and even like that, if the if there is a cult in the movie, I I mean it's got to be ma- uh, the masculinity. Cult, the cult of machismo. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, okay. I, I mean, that. actually, honestly, I feel like part of the appeal of the movie has got to be a little bit of what the appeal of Fight Club is. Sure. Like, Bodhi has kind of a Fight Club-esque idea of the world. Sure. Uh, and I'm sure... Both fi- railing against corporations I would and the lo- government. And yeah. I don't know. If- institutions. It's anti-institution. Yeah, it's very anti-institution. And it's very masculine. Yep. It's almost like we're not we're going to solve these institutional problems not by going forward. Right. We're going to kind of regress a little bit and just make this... Like a macho survival of the fittest situation. Oh boy, we're gonna have to really talk. But we can get into that later. We're gonna have to talk about Fight Club sometime. We'll do that another time because yeah. I think that that is part of the interpretation. Yeah. Of both of those. Yeah. And their other half is yeah. Also the they tear it down kind of. Yeah. That that ideal. Yeah. Leads to horrible things. Because Bodhi's problems that he has with the world are that's the thing. It's like they kind of get the description of the problem correct. Yeah. But then their solution is really bad. You know what you're describing? Huh. A cult. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, that's a, how that's they get you. That's basically what Fight Club is. Yeah, too. that's how they get you. Yes. <laughs> Good one. Yeah, no, it's not bad. Got it. Nailed uh, it in one. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I can see the... I think you're right that the movie is not cohesive. <laughs> no. It is... It's good, but not great. It's a fun mess. It's a fun mess. That's a good way to that's describe it. That's yeah. the... I'm not going to say that's the most charitable way to describe it, but it's how I think of it, and that's how I like it, I guess. That makes sense. It's a fun mess. It's worth watching once. Yeah. I don't feel the, the surfing, need to watch it again. The surfing is easily the weakest point of the movie. Yeah. The surfing... Surfing's not that cool anymore. They put a lot either. of time into the surfing. Yeah. It's you know? a lot of like, wow, they guys, these guys learn to surf And it's like, I get that it's, it's like Keanu's... Putting in his time, I guess. Keanu's not great in this movie. Not really. He's I, he's. I like Keanu Reeves, but you know, obviously, he's been pigeonholed pretty specifically. He's great in Bill and Ted, yeah, and stuff like that. And the then, and then, yeah, then then his next phase of his career is like the Matrix and like action yeah. stuff. And I feel like for this, he is good as being. He's athletic. To, he's athletic. He knows that part. He, he's, he's he's believable as a running dude. He's believable as a surfing cop. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. he's pretty good at being kind of vacant. Yeah. Like he seems like a kind of guy who is kind of just actually he the kind of guy you could convince to be in a cult when he's li- yeah when he's lying to tyler about also being an orphan which oh, is yeah. pretty dark i forgot about that he goes in this thing about how he always did what his parents wanted to do and then his parents died and now he wants to do something for himself and kind of go his own way a little bit right and i think that kind of doubles as where his character is also at in the movie yeah because he kind of does pull that off as being somebody who he wants people to appreciate him, but he ultimately doesn't really care. 
Yeah. He's kind of had, doesn't have a lot of strong opinions. Right. <laughs> He's kind of a dumb guy. <laughs> he kind of is, isn't he? And that's the kind of person who I think could go undercover and maybe be convinced to be a criminal. He's definitely. He got to be pretty dumb to get all the way into being an FBI agent without having thought, huh, maybe being a criminal is fun too. <laughs> you know? So. I guess he knows that part of it. Yeah. I don't know. What a weird movie. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe we've talked for this long about it already. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I have much more to say. No. I probably don't either. I'm content with my the, opinion. My the, opinion of this being a yeah. fine movie. Yeah. The girlfriend accurate. is also not that interesting. No. They could have Gary cut, Busey is the one interesting part of this They could have cut this movie down 20 minutes easy. Honestly, yeah. Because, like, the girlfriend, I could see what she's meant to be in terms of uh, trying to pull him out of, the like, this macho world or whatever. Yeah. And, I guess, being the person who gets kidnapped. Right. I think that's mainly what she does. Well, yeah. Is, I, she is a perspective that is, like, these guys are dangerous. Yeah. Which is good. She, I guess she warns him. Yeah. That's uh, they, they spend a lot of time together, right. quote-unquote, trying to, like... I guess it's trying to convince us that he cares about her, but that, that could have happened off There's screen. a lot of stuff in this movie that I think they're convinced we would think happened, that more happened on off screen than it did. Yeah. A lot of this movie feels like the important stuff happened off screen and we're yeah. seeing the reactions to it, Well, and which I'll, I think is yeah. kind of like, eh. Some of the important stuff happens off screen and some of the unimportant stuff happens on screen. Yeah. Even if like him and Tyler, it, he doesn't need... To, we don't need all these scenes of them together for us to believe that he is going to care that she gets kidnapped. Right. He doesn't really even need to know her that much for him to care about he just that. Doesn't want he's, someone a, killed. he's the good guy. Yeah. He just doesn't want her to get killed. Yeah. Like their relationship doesn't go anywhere. The movie doesn't end with him and her together. It ends with him and Bodhi together. Yeah, it's which the, the true bromance the, of this the, whole film. So like all of those like relationship building scenes should have been the two of them talking and like having things in common. I would have been more convinced. Yeah, that would have been more fitting with the themes of the movie, I think. But yeah, they I don't know why they didn't do it. Instead to have that romance. In <laughs> yeah, there, maybe they hit all four. Maybe they were worried. Maybe, maybe yeah, was, maybe they were worried it would seem gay. <laughs> I'm pretty well, sure they were. Yeah. Like, because it's just. There's a weird amount of homoeroticism and also fear of homoeroticism. Yeah. So. Which is very macho. Which is. Yeah. There you go. Actually, That's that a, makes sense. Yeah. Well, the more we talk about this, the more I'm convinced that it's good. So we better. <laughs> we, we better stop, we better before, you stop like it. before I actually start liking this movie. <laughs>